Welcome back. Welcome back, podcast listeners, to another inspiring episode of Unveiling Purpose, a podcast that will help you discover and unleash the extraordinary gift that God has intended for you in your life. I'm your host, the number one sergeant charge, and today we'll be diving into the topic, obtaining the gift that God intended for you to have. So grab a cup of tea, find a cozy spot, and let's begin with the mark with the marked change of the journey together. Life is a remarkable journey filled with endless possibilities. And each one of us, we possess a unique gift. So let's go back to Psalms 139, verse 14. It says, I will praise thee, and I am fully and wonderful made. Marvelous are, are thy works. And, I, and that my soul knoweth right well. So pretty much, <clears throat> it, it, it's true. Like God has given everybody a unique gift. And with that gift, you, sh- you should know what your purpose is in life. Now, if you don't know what your purpose is in life, maybe you haven't discovered your gift. or ask God to help you reveal it. So you might want to do that. Stop going around to people telling them, you know, your dreams and your goals and everything because they don't care about that. That's not their purpose. Their purpose is to reveal it from God so he can help. It is said that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, designed with purpose by a loving creator. But how to obtain our gift? That's the question. So that's the question I want to ask you. How do you obtain your gift? Now, what is the definition of a gift? People don't know. But. To let you know, a gift is something obtained by simply doing something that you are good at without putting too much effort into it. For example, people that can sing, they naturally can sing. They don't have to, they don't have to have any put effort into singing. They can just sing. And some people like they can bake. Some people, lawyers, good argumentative skills. So, like I said, just find out what your gift is and go go after it. Don't let nobody tell you what you can and can't do. Or let somebody tell you what your gift should be. How do we un- unravel the divine bl- blueprint that lies with us? Pretty much, that's the question. Like, how do you get on the path of revealing your gift? That's easy. Ask your creator, the one who planted the seed in you to give you that gift that's inside of you. He planted a seed in you to give you that gift that's that's been inside of you since you were born. So that's how you unravel your gift and find out exactly what the blueprint is that lies upon you. So let's embark on this quest and discover the steps that we can take to obtain our gift from God that's intended for us. Embrace your self-reflection. Always embrace self-reflection. So in the hustle and bustle of life, it's crucial to carve out moments of introspection. So introspection, if you don't know what that is, is one's own mental and emotional processes. So you should know what your mental and emotional processes are, like what really gets you thinking, what gets your emotions going, because without emotions, you won't really know, can define your situation or define out the person you really are. So find out your, your uh, possessions and your emotions and, and your uh, mental, your mental state and find out exactly what that is first. Take time to reflect on your on your passion, interest and the activities that make your heart sing always. Whatever it is that make your heart sing, go after it. Go after it. 
I, I, I'm t- remember what I'm saying. Not the person, not people, but whatever it is that make your heart sing, go after it. Find out when, when you're engaging in self-reflection, you should ask yourself, what brings me joy? What makes me come alive? Those are two most powerful questions that people don't ask themselves. Like, what will bring you joy? You know, what, what, bring, what makes you come alive? So for me, what brings me joy is my children. You know, and what makes me come alive is that the, that the fact that they were disabled, like my son is autistic and my daughter, she has a heart issue. But the thing that come, make that make that uh, make me come alive is the simple fact is that the doctor told me that they would never, ever be normal children. But they're doing what I guess so-called normal children do. But I thought that's what they were in the first place. Just because your child has a disability, they're not normal. OK, whatever. But but anyway. But by the grace of God, by God's protection, they're doing exactly what normal children do, you know, no matter what. So, like I said, your gift is not from a book or from a doctor or from what somebody can tell you or can and tell you what you can and can't do. The gift is what's, what's been planted in you. So unravel it. God often speaks to us through desires of our hearts, not minds. God always speaks through the desire of your heart, not your mind. Your mind is what is, is you. You think of those thoughts. God doesn't put that there. He put the desire in your heart for you to think for yourself, for you to think of the positive. So you can get exactly what you desire in your heart. Step two, seek divine guidance. Prayer is a powerful tool to connect you with your creator. Always, not with people. Prayer doesn't connect you with people. It corrects you with your creator. So if you don't have that connection with people, start, hey, start praying, get your creator. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's always listening. Spend time in a quiet communion. Seek divine guidance and wisdom. Ask God to reveal his purpose. Reveal his purpose for your life to illuminate the path that leads you to your gift. See, that's that's the problem. People don't do that. You know what I'm saying? You don't ask God to lead you because you're so busy seeing what the next person is doing. Now you're chasing passion. Passion. Not your gift. Because you're worried about what the next person doing. And you know what? I can do that. They're doing it too. So you know what? I can do that. Throw you, throw you right off your gift. And it says here. It says right here. You ask God to reveal his purpose in your life to illuminate your path that leads you to your gift. You don't ask your next door neighbor. You don't ask your family member. You don't ask your cousin. You don't ask your mother. You don't ask no one. You ask God to reveal that for you. As you open your heart in prayer, you create a space to divine, which is an excellent or delight revelation of clarity, revelation, supernatural disclosure. So you're asking you when you open up your heart, you're creating a space for excellent or delightful supernatural disclosure and clarity. Nobody can give you that. So open your heart to your creator and he will give you your divine revelation and clarity. Step three. Cultivate a learning mindset. Never underestimate the power of learning and growth. Never, never stop learning. Never stop growing. That's how you get better as a person. That's how you get become better as as a as a prayer seeker. You always open your mind so you can learn and grow. Explore various fields of knowledge, be it through books, courses, or engage in experience in, in the areas of your interest. It's always like the areas of your interest, like it resorts back to your gift, 
not passion. Your passion has nothing to do with your area of interest because you're looking at somebody else's. So always, always find, you know, engage the experts in the areas of your interest. Education or personal development will equip you with the tools and insights needed to nurture your gift. Always remember that. Education. Get smart. You know what I'm saying? Educate yourself and always, always be ready for personal development, not not interpersonal, but personal development. Don't worry about nobody development, but yours. Remember, growth is a lifelong process. It's not it does not happen overnight. It's not going to happen tomorrow or the day after. It is a lifelong progress. Step four, embrace courageous steps. That means you got to get out your comfort zone, people. So I need you to listen to this right here. Obtaining your gift often requires stepping out of your comfort zone, which is a, which basically is another word for a situation where you feel safe and at ease. You should never feel safe and at ease when you're hungry. You should never feel safe and at ease or complacent when you're trying to get your gift. You know what I'm saying? That's what you do when you chase passion. You get safe and at ease at passion, not chasing your gift. Embrace courage and take those bold steps that align your passion and purpose, not your gift. It aligns your passion, your passion for your gift, not no one else. Remember, it's about you, no one else. It could be started with a new venture, pursuing a different career path or sharing the talents with the world. Always you're born with something. So share your talent. Don't be afraid. I stepped out and shared the talent. I, this, this is new for me, this podcast. Talking to somebody that don't talk back, but still getting my point across. Oh, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. Believe that. Trust in God's. Trust in God's providence. And leap forward with faith. Remember, leap forward with faith. There's a saying, Okay, let's go back to trust God's providence. Remember, it's a protective care of God, of nature. As a spiritual power. So basically, it's just a spiritual power of nature. So when spiritual power comes, you got to have faith. Now, remember this. Faith makes it possible, not easy. So you got to have faith. It's going to make it eat. It's going to make it possible. Once it gets possible, it'll be easier for your prayer and your gift. Your gift will come easy, but it makes it possible. Now, remember this. And also, the devil only preys on people that are weak in faith. That are weak in faith, not the people, not the people that have faith or the people that don't. Is if you're weak in faith, because if you're weak in faith, he's he's right there. So if you don't have faith, the devil is not coming after you at all. So you just complacent. But the devil will come after you because you're strong in faith. You keep that faith. Stay strong. Step five, embrace failure and hurt. <laughs> embrace failure and perseverance. So perseverance pretty much is a persistence of doing something despite difficulty or delay achieving success. Never, ever stop persevering because you think it's going to take a long time to be successful or it may delay your success. Never. Keep, keep preserving. Keep, keep going. Don't stop. The road to obtain your gift may not always be smooth. Remember the road, not the sidewalk, not the bike trail, the road. The road is big. It has ongoing and income. It has ongoing and incoming traffic. 
So your roll is going to go either way. It can go either way, however you want it, but it's not going to be smooth, but you continue going on that road. Failures and setbacks are, in are inevitable, but they also value teach value value. Mm, they're also they are also valuable teachers. I'm sorry, I'm tongue twisted right now, but I'm so passionate about this. But setbacks and and uh, roadblocks, setbacks, they're always valuable teachers. So learn from them. Don't don't live by them. Learn from them. Learn from your mistakes and your setbacks and you'll be just fine. Embrace them. Embrace them as stepping stones and grow and preserve through the challenges. Always embrace it. Embrace your setbacks. But don't live in them. Don't dwell in them. Don't complain about them. Just embrace them. Remember, God's plan for you is unwavering. Stay resilient and keep moving forward. All right, let me give you some right before we wrap up, before we get to the last step. I was told this by the uh, great Steve Harvey. Shout out to Steve Harvey, man. Shout out to Les Brown. Uh, shout out to Bishop T.D. Jakes, Joel Osteen. I listen to them all the time. And one thing that, that got my attention, it, it was one um, one speech about what Steve Harvey said, one motivational speech. He said, your life is like a car. Not not a Jaguar or or Mercedes or old, dusty, rusty. It's not your life is not. The, like you're going to live the way, you know, the car. If you have a good car, that means you're not going to live a good life. No, he's not saying that. Your life is like a car. Because in a car, you got to realize something. The front windshield has the biggest view. Your rear view mirror has the smallest view. So it don't take a genius to figure out what I'm saying. So that front rear, that front view mirror that front, I'm sorry, that front view windshield is to see where you're going and what's coming towards you so you can keep moving forward. That rear view mirror that's, that sits up right there and, and above the big view front shield window, front shield windshield, that mirror is so small so you can see what's behind you. So you can navigate and keep moving forward. So the, the left and right, the left and right, um, the side view mirrors that's on your left and your right. That's just to see what's beside you so you can keep moving forward. It's all about keeping moving, keep moving forward. It's not about standing still at all. So, like I said, use your life like that vehicle. And some vehicles now, you don't have to look back when you go when you're trying to go in reverse. They have this right there in front on your dashboard. So you don't have to turn your head because it's not important. That's why they put it in that front. So all you got to do is keep looking forward. You don't got to see what's behind you. Because what's behind you not important. You just keep moving forward. Step six. <clears throat> Surround yourself with a supportive community. Wow. You see, you sound how, do you, do you hear how, how important that sound? Surround yourself with a supporting community. You know what I'm saying? We are not meant to walk this journey alone. We're not. <clears throat> Seek out individuals who inspire and uplift you. Surround yourself with a community that nurtures your dreams and encourages your progress. Nurtures your dreams. Not down them, not diss them. You know what I'm saying? Not use your dreams for other pleasures and profits. No. <clears throat> that encourage your dreams and encourages your process. I mean, your progress. Together, we can, we can celebrate victories, navigate obstacles, and, re and remind each other of the gift within. So 
before I wrap it up, people, just listen and understand what I'm saying to you. Your gift is more important than anything in this world. Find out what your gift is. Find out what you was put on this earth for. And you will see exactly how you'll be able to grow. You'll be able to sprout out just like these beautiful trees, these wonderful flowers. It all started with a seed, a gift. It just needs some nurture. So as we approach this end of today's episode, I want to leave you with this thought. Obtaining the gift from God is intended that you, is for you to have a long, long, a lifelong pursuit. It requires patience, faith, and the commitment to self-discovery. Remember, you are fearfully and wonderfully made with a unique purpose imprinted on your heart. Thank you for joining me on this remarkable journey of self-discovery today. If you find this episode inspiring, do not forget to share it with others who may benefit from it. Remember to tune in next time as we continue to explore the depths and the purpose and uncover the gift that lies within us. Be blessed and goodbye.